Welcome to Tea Time with Mary. I'm your host, Mary Jolkowski. I'm a former bikini fitness model turned self-love advocate. And this is the podcast that'll inspire you to love yourself. Hi, friends. Welcome to Mary's Cup of Tea. Yes, I changed the name of the podcast just to make it easier to search for. So now it is Mary's Cup of Tea instead of Tea Time with Mary. But if you're subscribed, which I hope you are, it'll make no difference for you. Just keep in mind in case you're trying to tell a friend or search for it. Mary's Cup of Tea. So anyways, welcome to another episode of Mary's Cup of Tea. It has been a hot minute since I've done a solo episode. And oh my goodness, so much has changed in the past month. I feel like I am a new person. I feel like you're probably a new person. I feel like so much has happened. I can't even wrap my mind around it yet. And and I'm trying not to label anything as good or bad, but overall, it feels like so much of, of what's going on just sucks. I mean, I was supposed to be at the Zanzibar self-love retreat the last two weeks of March, and I was supposed to speak at a conference. And because of everything being canceled, I feel like I've let people down, even though I know it's not my fault, but I'm still trying to come to terms with all the money I've lost and not being able to connect with my retreat sisters and all the work that I've put in over the past year to put on this retreat. And it's just been a lot to deal with. And I think we're all feeling that way one way or another, not to mention the uncertainty of the future. So it feels like even if I feel okay, you know, like going about my day, feeling pretty good, had a nice breakfast, you know, ready to connect with people on social media and call my friends and watch TV. And I have been enjoying a fair share of that. But at the same time, there's this underlying stress that we can't escape from. And I actually saw a post on social media that made me feel a lot better um, that said that what we're all experiencing right now is actually a form of grief. We are grieving our past lives. We are grieving everything we thought the future would be like. Um, And we're really, you know, trying to, in one way or another, come to terms with our new reality right now, which is social distancing and not being able to see people and some of us not being able to work and life as we know it kind of thing. So when I saw that post, it actually gave me a sigh of relief because I finally didn't feel crazy. And not that I was beating myself up over my feelings because I'm pretty good at like processing my feelings as they come. But I definitely have like this privilege guilt where I'm like, oh my God, I have so much to be grateful for. And I'm so fortunate. And why am I complaining? And other people have it so much worse that it that's been the hardest thing to come to terms with that like, hey, other people can have it worse. And your feelings still matter. And this is still hard for everybody. I mean, some more objective, objectively more than others. And for other people, they take it harder emotionally, you know, and that is all okay, because we're all different people with different minds and different personalities and everything right now is okay. So in that sense, I feel like this whole thing has been really connecting um, and probably really good for us to have this rest, to have the extra time to sit with ourselves and to think and to spend time with ourselves and our loved ones. Um, But in so many other ways, it's like we could, there's no way we could have prepared for this. You know what I mean? Like it's been tough. So anyways, I don't have anything like 
planned planned for this episode. I just wanted to like pop in and talk about self-love during crisis. And in perspective, I've been sitting here for one hour and this is my fourth attempt at recording this episode because I just don't want to say the wrong thing. You know, I don't want to invalidate anybody. I don't want to make anybody feel bad. And so I'm putting a lot of pressure on myself to have all the answers. But right now, I don't. And right now, I'm like at max capacity emotionally. And again, I feel guilty about it because I'm like, what the hell, Mary? Like, you've been sleeping so much and you have all this time on your hands and, you know, you should be like this. But that's really what I wanted to talk about today is that when we put all these expectations on ourselves, on how we should be handling things, on what we should be doing with our times, on do we need to be so productive, you know? When we put those expectations on ourselves and we let ourselves down, it just feels worse. So it's almost easier to like let yourself be, not almost easier, it's 100%. Just like let yourself be and let whatever happens be okay, you know, because there's no right or wrong answer. There's actually no answer. And that's the crazy part of all of this. So as I'm recording this for the fourth time, I want to tell you about ways that I have been loving myself during this crisis. Um, One of the big, big things that I've been doing is journaling. And I know that (laughs) there's like a big groan and eye roll when somebody talks about journaling because you're like, ugh, that's the last thing I want to do. And it's so hard. But like, hear me out. I have a really different journal journaling method than most people. I don't sit there and write in my diary before I go to bed. What I do is I just have a journal out and anytime I am feeling stressed or anxious or sad or insecure or self-doubtful or any feeling whatsoever, I write it down in my journal and I just kind of sit with it and I ask myself questions. Now, when you're journaling, asking yourself questions, the, the most important thing Because that way you're not journaling to like just verbalize all the shitty things you're feeling. You know, you're actually journaling with a purpose. And I find that that's helped make my journaling practice a lot more powerful because I feel like my own therapist, you know, I feel like I'm my own listener and then my own problem solver. And so when I'm journaling and I'm just asking myself questions like, okay, where is this coming from? Why do you feel this way? How do you feel about that? Like all those stereotypical questions that therapists would ask you, write those down in your journal and see if you can come up with something. And keep in mind that when you journal, you don't have to journal in complete sentences. They can be bullets. You can write lists. You can just jot stuff down. I mean, one way that I journal is also having a running notepad in my in my phone that says shit I'm thinking or shit I'm feeling or things I'm insecure about and just like writing a list and just letting it all out there and then asking myself those kinds of questions like, you know, if this was easy, what would it look like? What is the best thing you can do for yourself in this moment? Um, What's bringing you the most joy right now? What's bringing you the most peace, the most love? What's been making you really happy lately? And asking yourself these questions. So I want to ask you right now, what's been bringing you the most joy lately? I want you to sit with that for a moment. What's been making you the happiest? For me, my little sister has been making me the happiest. I've spent more time with her this month 
that I feel like I have all year. And she's out of school and she's devastated. She misses her friends. She's also supposed to go to sleepaway camp this summer. And chances are that's going to be canceled. And it's a camp that she's been going for, going to for like three years in a row. And she's been counting down the days and she misses all her friends. And it's been really hard to like explain this to a child, you know? But at the same time, she's been making me so happy and that children don't demand all the answers. Kids have a way of looking at life that's like, I just want you to like hear me and feel me and to just be there with me. You don't have to be right. You just have to be. And that's one thing my sister's taught me just by hanging out with her is that there's nothing that I have to do or be or perform or whatever. Like it's not, I don't know. It's just, it's different talking with a kid. You know what I mean? Like they just, it feels like they have the answers, even though they don't have the answers, but it's like the simplicity of their minds. So anyways, that's been so fun. She's been teaching me TikTok dances and we've been watching movies and she started, you know, cooking a little bit. She makes some really good salad and she's been sleeping over at me and my boyfriend's house a lot. So that's been a lot of fun. What's been bringing you the most joy lately? And how can you have more of that right now in your life? I think that by asking yourself that, you're really directing your brain towards positivity, right? You're really looking for things that are bringing you joy instead of looking for things that are making you stressed out. And when our mind is already stressed out, it's really easy. The mind is predisposed to keep looking for more things. So that way, it can say, ha I told you shit is fucked. Ha-ha, you know? And the goal is to like stop the mind from doing that because all your brain wants to do is be right. So give it a different foundation. So if you bring in that foundation of like, what's been bringing me the most joy lately? And I'm like, my sister. And then I see my sister and my brain's like, ha see, I told you. She's so great. Things are awesome. You guys are hanging out so much. This is great. You know, then then you're like tapping into a space of positivity without being like, I should feel grateful right now. Write a gratitude list. Okay. Um, grateful, grateful, grateful. I'm actually fucking lying to myself and everything sucks. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like that is the last thing that you need right now is to try to force yourself into feeling something. So when you're journaling, and you're asking yourself questions either through your self-talk or out on paper, then you are training your brain to think differently without shooting on it. You guys know that's my favorite thing to say, but when I say should on it, I mean S-H-O-U-L-D, without telling yourself that I should be feeling this or I should be feeling that or I should be doing this, you know? So ask yourself questions. Phrase every single thought like a question. If you're struggling with productivity right now, for example, and you're like, I don't really know what to do with my time. I definitely want this time to serve me and I want to create something and I'm sick of just watching TV and I want to do something with my time. Then instead of being like, I should go do something right now. I should write a book. I should learn a language. I should take this class. Ask yourself, what would feel most aligned for me to do right now? And that word aligned is so powerful because you're not saying like, 
what would make me the most productive or what would be the best for me? Because those words are so arbitrary, right? But when we use the word aligned, we kind of all in the core of our soul know what that means. Aligned to who you are. Aligned to to you, to your higher self. So what would make you feel the most aligned right now? What can you do that is the most aligned with who you are and who you want to be? Maybe that is, you know, doing some stretches and going outside for a walk and moving your body. For me, doing a home workout never feels aligned. I don't like home workouts. I always feel lonely and tired and bored and I just, I don't like it. That's it. (laughs) I don't even have to explain that. I just don't like working out at home and as much as social media fitness people say, but endorphins will make you feel better if you sweat. (laughs) I don't buy into that because that's not always the case for me. Like usually if I try to force myself to work out at home, it doesn't end up making me happy. So what does feel really aligned with me is taking long walks with my dog and my boyfriend, Um, sitting in front of the TV and stretching. So that way I don't feel as rusty and I feel like I can get some movement into my body. What would be really aligned for you to eat right now? You know, I think that ice cream out of the pint definitely feels really aligned for me if I'm watching a really good show and the ice cream tastes really good and it just it just feels good. Do you know what I mean? Like the metaphysics of food and what I mean behind metaphysics is like how you feel while you're eating it is very real, right? And other times what feels really aligned is to like cook myself a beautiful salad and pizza and mac and cheese. If you follow me on Instagram, you know, I've been eating a lot of mac and cheese, but having that like balance on my plate of all my favorite foods feels really aligned instead of trying to force myself to like eat grass or protein shakes, you know, and this goes for all times of your life, not just during crisis. But I think that especially in this time, and especially because we have the time to tap into how we feel, and ask ourselves these questions, we should really use that. And I hate to shit on us, but we get to. We get to use this time to ask ourselves more questions and to listen to ourselves more. Because if you ask a question, but don't listen for the answer, it's like, why the fuck did you ask? You know? So when you ask yourself questions like, what would feel really good right now? What feels really good to eat? What feels really good to do? What feels really good way to exercise? What feels a really good way to get ready? Like, do I want to stay in my PJs all day? And if you do, that's fine. Or do you want to put on a hot new outfit and take a selfie? You know? So like, ask yourself more questions. The most self-loving thing you can do for yourself is to ask yourself questions because it allows your brain to expand and to think about opportunity i.e. answers to those questions, instead of vicious cycle of self-criticism, i.e. basing our decisions off of OPO, other people's opinions, OPA, other people's agendas, and OPE, other people's expectations. And I wish I had a acronym for what people are doing on social media, but that is also not a good place to base your decisions from. So I'm going to leave it there because like I said, I've been sitting here for an hour trying to record something valuable for you. And I'm telling myself that this is enough because I'm also dealing with a lot right now. And I also want to sit and watch TV with a tub of ice cream. (laughs) And I'm really excited to go do that and snuggle with my dog. 
So I hope that you are showing yourself some extra love. And I also hope that you are asking yourself these questions to make decisions for yourself and to pass time in a way that feels good to you and only you. Okay. So I love you all so much. Hang in there. Stay strong. Stay strong. I'll be back next week with hopefully a more structured episode. Um, but in the meantime, I hope, I hope you enjoyed this. I love you. Mwah.